Stand by for the daily search cast. Brought to you by... For the last decade, millions of visitors seeking top ranking have visited their site. When it comes to the internet marketing expertise, one name clearly stands above the rest. Bruce Clay Incorporated. With a flexible, time-tested, and spam-free process to SEO and PPC, Bruce Clay has become the number one choice for companies of all kinds seeking to improve their search engine ranking, utilize their latest tools, training, consulting, and services. Let Bruce Clay create a tailored solution to meet your internet marketing needs today. Bruce Clay Incorporated. Wow. I never saw anyone fish with such a wide net before. Oh, really? I don't like fishing with a pole. Can't catch the big ones fast enough. No kidding. You've got a bunch. Yeah, I know. This wide net gives me great distribution and reach. Really? How's it work? Well, fish like to move around to various parts of the lake, so by casting a wide net, I gather fish from everywhere they congregate. Wow, that's pretty smart. Thanks. Wide nets work. And they make you look smart. If you're looking to cast a wider net and fish where the fish are, Look Smart Advertising Solutions can help. Go to signup.looksmart.com to learn more. Playing the fastest game in town? Welcome to the Daily Searchcast. Featuring search engine analyst Danny Sullivan. Keeping you up to speed and ahead of the game on what's happening in the search engine marketing arena. Each day, join us for a recap of the prior days happening in your world. The Daily Searchcast makes sense of industry stories and sharing off-the-cuff remarks about what happened and what may come. Guest hosts give you a closer look and keep things rolling along with questions. So tune in and keep informed on the latest from Google, Yahoo, and search ask and other search engines join us now for this edition of search cast here's your hosts good morning and welcome to today's edition of daily search cast today is thursday february 8th my name is barry schwartz i'm from rusty brick and with me today is danny sullivan of search engine land hi danny how you doing Hey, Barry. Good to talk to you again. For those who are confused about the whole again stuff, it's because we had to restart the show. We had a bad phone connection that started getting worse. You know, I live in England. The phones are either going underwater or they're going into the sky one way or the other, so sometimes you just get a bad connection. So we will pick it up from the top. Uh, we were talking about the State of Search Marketing 2006, a new report that's out from Sempo. They surveyed 587 people November, December to see what they said and what they're doing. Most people say they're doing search engine optimization, organic free listing, 75%. 71% behind that say they're doing paid placement. But it's a bit of a shift if you talk about the amount of money being spent. Paid placement gets the most money, $8 billion versus SEO getting, say, about $1 billion or so. Um, and not to repeat too much for the live people who are listening, but just to make the point, it's kind of like in the PR world when people say you can't buy that kind of traffic. Uh, no, you can't buy that traffic, but when you do pay somebody to try to help you get it, the free listings, the PR material, that sort of stuff, you tend to pay them a lot less than you do to pay, you know, like to buy a Super Bowl ad. Google AdWords, most people use it, 96%, followed by Yahoo Search Marketing, 86%. And what I was saying before my phone connection went all funky was how um, – you know, the financial analysts kept going on and on about how Yahoo's got to come up with their better system. They've got to compete because Microsoft has this super system or whatever. And I was always going, you know what? People aren't buying Yahoo because they have the world's greatest, funkiest ad interface. They've had a kind of a sucky interface. People have been buying them anyway because they have all the traffic, right? And I think the right. numbers kind of underscore that. Microsoft came up 68% say they're now buying Microsoft Ad Center directly, and that was up from 29% the previous year. I don't think there's a surprise there because you really couldn't buy a lot of the stuff from Microsoft directly in the previous year. So, uh, Other things that they looked at, what are we doing when we got, try to do search marketing? Uh, last year, 62% said we were doing it for branding, which was a real surprise. Um, and then just behind that, 60% said it was for selling. This year, direct sales, 
58% people surveyed said they're doing it for direct sales. But brand awareness is still right there. 57% say they're doing search marketing to build brand. It kills me because then when I try to get good stories of how you build brands research, I never tend to get the stuff I'm, the oomph I'm looking for. So I'm going to try that again in the upcoming uh, Search Engine Strategy Show in New York. Uh, only 21% say that they track or measure branding impact. Wow. 73% say that they track traffic volume, 71% measure conversion rates or whatnot. Not too many more percentages. I'll get through the last of them here. Uh, 75% say they could pay a little bit more on paid placement. A quarter of them say, I'm done. I cannot afford to spend any more money on cost per lead. I'm just done there. Uh, if you need more money, where are you getting it? Well, you steal it from other online, uh, other marketing channels, and especially offline is sending that money into uh, the online world, into the search world. Uh, In-house marketing is continuing to grow. More and more people are going to be doing this internally. And um, for the first time, apparently, a majority of senior executives, 52%, say SEM is a high business priority. So it's going to be a big, big kind of deal. Spending going to go to just about $19 billion, they estimate, in 2011 for North America. And then they think it'll plateau. So there we are, lots and lots of stats. Apparently the report's available for download at the Sempa website, but I went over there and I can't find it anywhere. Ah, oh, mini rant. I, every time I go to the Sempa website, I'm trying to find things like, where's the news? Where's the press releases? Where's the latest thing? Anyway, but I'm kind of in ranty mood, Barry, as you know, because you saw. I do know. You do know. Do. All morning long. I got up this morning and I'm like, <sighs> nice quiet day. Nick Wilson sent me his latest column. I'm going to sit down and edit that up a bit, and I'm just going to maybe read some feeds, be mellow. I'm not going to, you know, I, I'm not going to write anything today. I've been doing a whole lot of writing. Just take a little break. Just take a little bit of mellow. Go over to Tech Meme, and there it is, Jason Calacanis. Jason, I know you're listening, um, and I love you. <laughs> Despite today's rant, he he he's gotten ticked off. He saw that video we talked about yesterday, uh, which was. Um, talking about how uh, you had that, that guy who's moving in and out of the camera saying, hey, yeah, you want links, you love links, you've got to go over there and you've got to get them off of uh, things like Dig, so do this software, do these sorts of things or whatever. So he puts up, uh, Jason, this took Jason off, he puts up, this is why people hate SEO. This is, and also this is why search marketing optimization is bullshit as well. And he goes on along with that. <coughs> Excuse me. So he gets getting into it. People at Threadwatch are getting into it. And I'm like, all right. I, I, I saved my latest upset for the, la- for the last chapter in the whole Dave Patronak is saying SEO isn't rocket science. I didn't, I didn't get all that out last week when we had that erupt. So well, I'll dish it out on Jason. And we've been talking back and forth about this on, on IM, and I've been meaning to do it anyway, not, not quite so upset about it or whatever. But I've, I've come through and basically I'm deconstructing what he says. So first of all, yeah, the video cheesy. Yeah, absolutely, we agree. But let's not take one video as that's how the entire search marketing or search engine optimization world works. Then he's got this quote. He's like, well, the SEO folks got really pissed off for me when I was out. And, um, and sorry if you're uh, – I should have given a forewarning for those of you listening with kids. Cover their ears for a little bit for this section because, you know, we're going to use certain words. Not super bad words, but anyways. You know, Jason was out at Chicago, and he talked about the idea that SEO is bullshit. And he said that in front of this big conference full of search marketers, search SEO people or whatever. And he says, and the truth is 90% of the SEO market is made up of snake oil salesmen. And, and I'm like, well, you're surprised they got pissed off at you about that? I mean, that's what the majority of them do that were in the audience. And you've come in, and you, 
you understand some things about SEO as a site owner. You understand that there's a value in having good content. You understand that you can actually get a lot of traffic without having to do certain things. And you also understand that because you come from a website or websites that had a lot of authority because your whole blogger network itself created almost its own weather. You've not come from having to deal with SEO because you're running pipes.com and your job is to sell pipes or you're a small mom-and-pop service, and you cannot understand why you're not getting on Google at all. And you also, he came into the, uh, this audience, and the majority of them are not snake oil salesmen. The majority of them, or just over the majority of them, actually do work internally for real companies, and their job is to do in-house SEO. So I, I really have a problem with this characterization of an entire industry when you don't really know the industry that well, and you're going to kind of knock them off. And I get further into my article and I talk about how we've gone through this before, that we get, especially people in the blogosphere, talking about how the SEO industry is because they measure it by the amount of blog spam that they get. They take blog spam as somehow as a proxy of what SEO is all about. And I'm ticked off at that. And I'm like, you know what? If you are a thought leader in the search marketing space, or sorry, if you are a thought leader in the blogosphere and you want to take a stab at something, I really think you need to think about the responsibility of what you're saying and understand what you're talking about more. Don't just go off there and say, well, I got blog spam, so all of SEO sucks. Understand what SEO is first. Get educated about it. Then if you want to be ticked off about something, be ticked off about a particular tactic, which sometimes isn't even part of SEO. So my article goes on and on and on to the degree even more that I'm already going on and on and on. And I'm talking about we've got not just the third-party firms, you have in-house firms. I'm saying he's got that 90% figure, and I'm like, well, what survey is that coming from? How do you come up with this idea that 90% of the people out there are somehow scum suckers? So I go over to Google's guidelines, right? Because, you know, Barry, Google's probably seen a few SEO firms in their time. Google's got their own guidelines that are up, and the guidelines say, look, SEO is abbreviation for Search Engine Optimizer. Many SEOs provide useful services. Not 10% of the SEOs provide useful services. Look out for the 90% that suck. They say, however, a few unethical SEO firms have given the industry a black eye. That's a little more responsible. You know, when those guidelines first came out in 2002, some of the SEO companies got really concerned because Google gave all this advice on how to pick an SEO firm and things to look out for, and a lot of it was very sensible. But by and large, I said, you know what? This is Google legitimizing you. This is Google saying, you're not trying to game us as an industry. You're not like this horrible thing that we can't do business with or interact with. You're, You're part of us as well, and we know people are going to be coming to you, and we will give you some credit back to it. And then we're in like 2007, and Jason's like saying 90%. Well, it doesn't make any sense. So there's lots and lots more of that sort of stuff that you can read in my article. Again, dailysearchcast.com. You can go over, find today's articles, everything that we're talking about, the stuff that's um, out there. Just find today's episode and we'll go with it. There's a lot, a lot of history. I get into this whole idea about Jason was saying to me once, like, you need to, you need to find another term. You need to abandon SEO. You know, because people just think SEO is like, synonymous with spam, and I talk about how most people still don't even know what SEO means, but by and large, I'm not going to give up this term that, you know, people have learned and, and, and people have understood, and that doesn't mean just what he necessarily thinks it means, so um, there's a whole small thing about trying to, you know, be proud about being an SEO again, and there's a whole little thing going on about trying to back the word gay and back the word SEO as well. You've you got to read the article. There's, there's some good nuggets in there, I promise. 
Anyway, it it goes on and on and on and on, and I'll just cap it off that the last thing that Jason does is he says, and by the way, Jason, I can't believe you wrote this. He's like, and PSS, this whole gaming of Dig, Netscape, MySpace is being called SMO, social media optimization. That's the worst thing I've heard of. Anybody who hires an SEO firm is an idiot. SMO firms, an idiot. It's like gaming Dig is not SMO. Search marketing optimization is talking about how to be listed in these services. And, and, and you can talk about gaming them. Some people will say SMO is gaming, but a lot of people will be saying, you know what, you don't just walk over into DIG and start submitting every single page from your website. And if you are going to be submitting over to DIG, you might want to think about the audience at DIG and what they're interested in and how you can slant your headlines so they may be more interested in that. That's optimization. There's nothing wrong with that. That's not gaming. But understanding how a community or anything operates that's optimization, and that's a useful thing. And I, I cap it off, and, and Greg Bozer had a great thing where he goes on, and I've linked to it as well, where he's saying, you know what, don't try to blame this video and don't try to blame the stuff that's going on with the search media sites now on, SMO, on search engine optimization. You know, that's not necessarily us. That's a whole new rising industry, and it has its own teething problems it's going to be going through as well. And I'm right there with them. We've watched these services grow. We know they're going to develop up their own support systems. And one of the biggest things I'm sort of closing my my rant with is I'm saying, you know what, SEOs, we serve as almost this sort of second tier, sometimes a first tier support system for Google, for Yahoo, for Microsoft, for Ask. I've had panels where I've had SEOs on the panels who understand how those services operate better than some of the people that have been sent out from the search engines that we deal, we help people, we understand them, we point them to the right places, we pour out a ton of advice through forums every single day, not here's how to gain Google, here's why you're not showing up on Google, here's what's going on with it, here's the advice, here, check it this way, check it that way. We're part of that ecosystem, and we've supported it, and we've helped those sorts of services thrive and survive and get better. And the search marketing people who are coming in now, they're going to do the same thing for their own stuff as well. And I just hate to see them starting off on the wrong foot in that they're going to get a bad reputation and that people are going to start throwing them a bad reputation as well. So with uh, that, and Jason, Barry. And Jason's sitting back laughing about all this, getting tons of links, doing social media SMO at the best. <laughs> and just well, enjoying he's, all he's getting the link bait too, and it'll be flowing off to his way. And, you know, maybe that's part of everything that goes with it. But it's not just that also. I mean, he... He really doesn't like some of this stuff. He really honestly has this passion. I don't like this junk. I see this sort of stuff coming out there, and I appreciate that. I really do. And I think he's such a big voice that he can push for certain changes. I just don't think that he really understands the SEO space as much as he should. Jason, spend some time. Go on a tour. Go up there and talk with uh, Todd Fries and go over there and talk with Greg Bozer. Go really get to know the SEO space even more. You know, at the same time, the SMO space as well. Barry, I've been ranting for a while. We're going to not rant and do a whole bunch more news, and it's going to get funny and funner and funner or funnier as we go along. But I think we're going to take a quick commercial break and uh, just give us a little pause, and then we'll come right back. Great. So let's hit a commercial break, and we'll see you guys soon. The Daily Search Cast. We'll be back after this short break. Stay tuned. 
for the last decade. Millions of visitors seeking top ranking have visited their site. When it comes to the internet marketing expertise, one name clearly stands above the rest. Bruce Clay Incorporated. With a flexible, time-tested, and spam-free process to SEO and PPC, Bruce Clay has become the number one choice for companies of all kinds seeking to improve their search engine ranking, utilize their latest tools, training, consulting, and services. Let Bruce Clay create a tailored solution to meet your internet marketing needs today. Bruce Clay Incorporated. Wow. I never saw anyone fish with such a wide net before. Oh, really? I don't like fishing with a pole. Can't catch the big ones fast enough. No kidding. You've got a bunch. Yeah, I know. This wide net gives me great distribution and reach. Really? How's it work? Well, fish like to move around to various parts of the lake, so by casting a wide net, I gather fish from everywhere they congregate. Wow, that's pretty smart. Thanks. Wide nets work. And they make you look smart. If you're looking to cast a wider net and fish where the fish are, Look Smart Advertising Solutions can help. Go to signup.looksmart.com to learn more. Just getting your feet wet on the internet? Then dive into our stream. Webmasterradio.fm. We're the coolest place around. Webmasterradio.fm. We're everywhere. Commercials off. Now back to the Daily Search Cast. Here's your host, search engine analyst Danny Sullivan. Hi, and welcome back to the Daily Search Cast. Again, this is a Thursday, February 8th edition. My name is Barry Schwartz, and Danny is with us today. Danny, so I am. Your rant. I'm feeling faint because I didn't have much of a, <laughs> much of a lunch. <sighs> well, no, I got a little keep... block of Hershey's chocolate, you know, just one of the little squares of a big bar. But um, that, that's you keep a Powerade by you. What's that? Keep a Powerade right by you. One of those hats. No, no Powerade. No, I want you know Diet Coke. You don't need calories off of that. Also, I didn't get a whole lot of sleep last night because I was like up late working on you know conference invitations and stuff like that. But hey, enough about my problems. Let's talk about the world search problems. Well, not any search problems. There's certainly not problems for people who founded YouTube. We uh, know how much money they made now. Uh, U.S. Security and Exchange Commission's filing is out there. The uh, New York Times has done a breakdown for it to tell us the uh, money that they pulled in. So who, who, who made big? Well, Sequoia Capital could have pulled in almost half a billion dollars, $442 million. Well, they got shares worth that amount of money. You know, Google starts tanking the, the shares will be worth less. If they start doing well, then they'll be worth more. Um, depending on when they sell, of course. Uh, we've got uh, Chad Hurley, CEO and founder. He's uh, worth $345 million at the moment. Uh, Stephen Chen, another founder, he's $326 million. And Jaweed Kareem, the third founder, who, uh, you know, I, he was going to go to grad school, then he decided, I'll, I'll stay with uh, YouTube. No, wait, no, I went the opposite. He was at YouTube, and then he left early to go back to grad school. Well, you know, $64 million. Uh, even if you don't get that graduate degree, I, I think you'll be okay. <laughs> Unbelievable. Now, um, Chris uh, Sherman was out at the demo conference where people were looking at uh, different kinds of things that are out there, and he did a rundown on, you know, the next Google, which company wants to be the next Google that's out there. So he runs through a bunch of people that are there. Uh, Text Digger has a tool called Digger.com, supposed to go beyond the meaning of search terms by disambiguating queries and expanding them with synonyms and related phrases. Uh huh. Okay. Private beta, but you can go there and check it out later on. He talks about Bora, which is that Bora restaurant search that we've talked about before on the show. Uh, there's Attendio, which is a system that lets you list your interests and get recommendations for events in your area. Zoom Info talked about Power Search 2007, a fee based tool that lets you um, uh, get uh, information from across the web based on business stuff that was out there. 
You got Trail Fire, which lets you put sticky notes on web pages and create trails of pages that are grouped into times. That's kind of interesting. Might have to take a look at that. You got Collective Discovery for Media and Retail from Aggregate Knowledge, which already has a name that's so long it's hard for me to want to talk about it, but. It's a way for retailers to track user behavior and incorporate purchasing activities. Jamon, or Jamon, I don't know how you pronounce it, G-A-M-A-N, social networking and video download site that's focused on most of the films that don't make it into the uh, theaters. you got Helium that's debuted, which is uh, like a Web 2.0 forum. You can post articles on any topic, ask questions anybody wants to do. Might have to play with that one as well and see how it goes. Uh, and you got Kaufman Innovation Network talking about iBridge Network, a search tool that lets researchers and product developers, uh, you know, find IP information that's out there. So lots of stuff, things to go check out. Of course, as always, the article is out there, dailysearchcast.com, find today's show. By the way, let me remind you and thank you. Um, yesterday, I told everybody at the top of the Daily Searchcast homepage, I'd put up the dig button to try to dig our way up to the top of the uh Dig podcast that were out there. We were at 66 yesterday, and we have skyrocketed up to 75 digs. But I'll take them, and I want more. I want more. Bring them on. Bring them on, baby. Dig away. Um, I'm not trying to game the system. I'm just trying to encourage people who are usually <laughs> listening to the show to help spread the news about the show to other people. But those 75 digs have moved us over Wired News Podcast. Thank you. Three more. Oh. We go above The Economist. And uh, if we can get 83 digs, we'll be second popular in the business category. And we'll be rocking along. All right. Panama rolled out earlier this week. The, the end of Panama, really, I mean, basically, they'd already built the canal. This time, they just opened up the water and let it flow through. This is the new ranking algorithm for Yahoo's paid listings. And so, uh, you know, you put together today this uh, rundown on how things have been going from across the web, what people are saying, what people are talking about. Um, you've got... Um, um, <laughs> chat room is making me laugh. As always, you can you can talk live um, and give us feedback when we're doing uh, the show. DailySearchCast.com. Go to the fact page. It explains how. And I just I like somebody mentioned that they me and they made a new account so they can dig us once again. I don't <laughs> encourage that. I don't know anything about it. <laughs> anyway, um, so. So you said that so far there's not a lot of freak out. You got a webmaster world thread where you got one person who's saying he's unhappy with the metrics. Hey, if it's one person, that's the least Yahoo has to deal with. They did a pretty good rollout, I'd say. Some bugs, uh, glitches that one advertiser had where the account was deleted. Some problems with negative keywords. Uh, one person's geo-targeted campaigns were no longer running. Um, what else we got here? Um, Explanations from Mona Ellisley over at uh, Traffic.com talking about the difference between active accounts and non-active accounts. You've got information from Yahoo Search Blog just giving you more things on how to upgrade your accounts, use the new keyword system and such like that. Um, Brad Geddes has got some praise of the new Yahoo keyword research tool that was out there, and Andrew Goodman talks about how Canada may be getting this coming out there as well. So overall, it's pretty quiet, which is pretty amazing or good work all around, I think, for them. Because you know, that was a yeah, big deal rolling that out. Yeah, it's really bugging me, actually. People should really, you know, pipe up. You know? No, Barry, I know. For those who don't know, you got to understand, Barry goes through withdrawal symptoms. If the forums are quiet, he starts to freak out like something's wrong. And, I, you know, Barry, I'm always telling you, you gotta, you got to embrace those days because there's few enough of them. you just got to say, so today is the day I'm going to relax. I'm going to answer some email. Um, all is good in the search space. I guess. I don't know. Tomorrow tomorrow will roll around, I promise you, and it'll all be messed up. Hopefully not. I don't like Friday's busy Friday days, but... (laughs) 
right, I'll do it again. Uh, Yahoo has their search builder tool. This is the thing that lets you build uh, custom search engines for anything you want. You can put together different sites, put them all together so people can search for it. They actually rolled theirs out, I think, before Google had rolled out the Google custom search engine. And uh, I was really thrilled that they got it out there. And now they're doing some more promotion of it. They've added a box to the uh, homepage to promote user-generated sites. This is on the Yahoo homepage, isn't it? No. It's on the site builder Homepage. Oh, right. Okay, so out on the Yahoo Site Builder homepage, if you've built a custom search engine using Yahoo, they're going to do some promotions of you out there and giving people a way to find some of the more popular ones. Plus, they've come out with a smaller search box that you can use if you need to squeeze a search box into a smaller section. So that's kind of nice to see. But those links are not static links. What's that? Like, those links you're getting on those, like, in the featured box are not static links to your site, per se, whereas the Google Google picks for, like, the Google picks for the... Uh, Custom search engines; those are pretty much static links on those pages. Just like so, it's a better a, a better directory that's come up for you. Yeah, I mean, what, what more, they put they together. It has more page rank. <laughs> yeah, joking. it's all about the page rank with you, isn't it, Barry? Yeah, it's always about the page rank. That's all right. Um, I'll just take you know the link, and I'll take the promotion. Yeah, we get the page rank. I'll take that too. So um, the other thing Yahoo's rolled out that I don't think any of us have been able to see yet is this thing called Yahoo Pipes, which sounds like it's this. It's designed, from from what we can tell, to let somebody very easily almost kind of drag and drop, if I understand it right, uh, RSS feeds and build up your own kind of mashups. And then I was reading over at Matt Cutt's blog, and then he started talking about, oh, no, Pipes is all about using, like, Unix Pipes. And I was like, oh, don't tell me that. Because I, I, I was really thrilled. I want to make mashups, but I'm not a programmer. But anyway, it's not... Um, you know, it's it's not working. We can't get to it right now. So you'll have to go check it out. There's just a ton of discussion about it, almost as much discussion as yesterday's discussion that, uh, you know, Steve Jobs is totally like, we don't need to have DRM. We'll get rid of it. It'll be great. <laughs> no, but this whole pipes thing is uh, it's interesting. It's more than, I think, just a mashup. It's like it gives non-programmers the ability to somehow program. So let's say, for example, it's not just like blog, like aggregating blogs, but it's any any third-party source that gives you some, you know, data to tap in. So you could build your own programs around, or your own filters around, like, 50 different data sources. So let's say you want to, yeah. you know, analyze, you know, I don't know, for example, the link counts that the sitemap gives you with, if they had an API, with Yahoo Site Explorer, plus you wanted to throw in, um, I don't know, their stock prices, and then build out some, you know, unique, you know, mashup or even some unique uh, data analysis. You could easily do that, supposedly, with, with this program. Well, we'll see. Well, I mean, we'll we'll see better when we can actually see it. So just hang in there, and hopefully, it will come up shortly. Yeah. Now, uh, what else we got here? We've got um, uh, new developments for um, search for video. They uh, let you find, you know, video. <laughs> they they do what they say. Uh, they've launched a bunch of different features, so you can uh, more easily find. Uh, oh, I'm just looking at our post, and it looked like it was repeated. Uh, you can find video clips from. Uh, Whoa! I'm just all over the place, Barry. I'm sorry. Uh, they've got a new design. It's designed to help you better try to find things that are out there. I don't see the specific features that have changed over there, but maybe the new design will help with it from there. Uh, so search for video.com. You can check it out with it from there. This was a funky one. Did you see the whole Google Maps sticker type of thing? I did. Yeah, so, and, you know, a lot of people are coming out to London for the uh, for the uh, SES London conference that will be out there. And... Um, there, so you can try to look for this. This is local business, and apparently um, what Google is trying to do is if you're local business and you get listed in Google, Ma- uh, Google 
maps that they may be sending you stuff to let you apply to get your own uh, sticker that you can put up on your wall. I actually have one of these postcards from them. It's like on my desk. I'm trying to find it right now. Because I, I of course, am a local business here in the U.K., and uh, maybe it's because I haven't activated my listing there. I still need to do that. But they send you this little postcard so you can verify your local or whatnot. But, yeah, this this company's got its big sign. that says, oh, we're on Google Maps, and aren't we cool, and aren't we great? And so maybe we'll see more of these promotions coming along with it going down the line. Right. And if you didn't activate your business, you should really do it soon. Yeah. We're famous. Find us on Google Maps. <laughs> now, uh, a couple other things here. It just It's just all fun and games now. Just all fun and games. You're almost almost through folks and you can relax and feel the happiness and what a what a wonderful search world it could be. <laughs> I see SEOs dancing with Jason holding hands. It's all fine. You do know that song, right? Um no. <laughs> Come on, what a wonderful world it could be. Oh, okay, sorry. Oh no. I just uh, maybe okay. I just whatever. Anyway, go ahead. Talking about talking about happy things, the National Pork Board. We already talked once before that they had, um, you know, kind of called a truce with um, with Jennifer Laycock over the whole your breastfeeding sites can't, can't your breastfeeding T-shirts can't say the other white milk uh, thing on it anymore because that violates our trademark. Now they've got this thing where uh, they said, all right, we're fine, we're cool, we're sorry twice with printed letters. We're so sorry. We're so sorry. <laughs> we'll never we'll never anger a search marketer again. We're really, really sorry. They're backing a fundraising campaign for the Mother's Milk Bank of Ohio. So good news. I'm really pleased to hear it. And you can even now buy T shirts that say the original white milk. So everybody's happy and it's all been happily resolved. Isn't that nice? Yeah, it's great. Yeah, I think it's good. So Valleywag, Silicon Valley's gossip sheet, gives us a rundown on um 25 things to see at the Googleplex before you should die, which i, I got to say I thought was kind of a weak, kind of weak, but let's go through it. Internal IT group. So you need to go to buildings Pi, E, and C. Okay, I think I've been to all those buildings, and just going to the building doesn't seem to be that exciting. Uh, there's a replicant factory rumored in building Pi. That's number two. Yeah, I don't think that. Legal and audit. Okay, that's kind of weak also. There's sales area. Omid Kordestani's office. I had been in that office but I was in it back at the original Googleplex. And he says that it was called the um, Omidistan at one time in honor of him. I'd never heard that, but I do remember specifically when the original Googleplex started to outgrow and they had to get another building, and they quite often called it um, the, the other building, the Moneyplex, because they had moved all the, like, the money people over there as well, which gave me a good, good laugh. Talks about some of the cafes. There's the uh, security parking lot entrance that talks about um, different uh, cones that are there. I put that up on my blog once, the different colored cones that you see, which is kind of funny. Statues outside of Building 45, these weird diving people. Now, that's kind of cool. Uh, they're kind of weakish stuff that comes along there. Then you finally get to the Google Master Plan and the Google Live list of searches. Now, those are cool things you should see, definitely. The miniature swimming pools, absolutely. Eric Schmidt's office, uh, not been it, not been it. Walk past Larry and Sergey's office once. They kind of pointed and said, that's Larry and Sergey's office. I had to go out and do other things. Seen the volleyball courts. Seen the dinosaur. Oh, i got to post my pictures of the dinosaur. I took that. I had to take it in the dark. Um, know a funny story about that dinosaur, by the way, which I was sworn to secrecy, and I can't tell. So I won't. Um, offices of Larry Page, Sergey Brano. I already touched on that. Mar- Marissa Meyer. You know, I always meet with Marissa in, like, these weird nondescript room, so I should demand to be able to see it. And the Spaceship One replica, which they got out there. So, yeah, you should check that out. i got to get my pictures up. Speaking of Valleywag, speaking of gossip, 
Searching Joanne Gossip column is coming. Did you see that? I did. But it's all happy, non-evil gossip. It's movers and shakers. We want to uh, start a thing on movers and shakers, who's going where, rumors and stuff like that, um, who's changed jobs. A lot of times people change jobs and they go to other places and you don't hear about it until down the line. So we kind of want to talk about that. So we have a secret correspondent who will be doing this. Ask people to start giving us some suggestions of what we should call because I don't want to call it Searchwag because, you know, I don't really need Valley Wag coming down on me. Well, I could use the publicity, but, you know, that'd be fun. So we've got different things like Search Scoundrel, Search Dirt, Algorithm, Search Party, Search This, Babble. Ooh, I like this. Searcherazi. How's that sound? Nice. Searcherazi? Searcherazi. Rumorland. Oh, Rumorland. That, that makes sense. Good. Search Chatter. Uh... I'm feeling mucky. <laughs> I'm feeling mucky. Might have to go with that one. Um, so there's a whole bunch of things that are out there like that. So if you want to contribute on what you think it should be called, go pick that out. Swing it back to the Googleplex. If you like the stuff the Valley Wag had out there, Google Blogs pulled together a whole bunch of pictures of, them own, of their own that they had found. Not that, that Phillips found, but he just found from across the place showing you how um, Google has different things that are out there. So if you need to see more pictures, you can do that. Um, People posing for satellite image, having a little camp, um, T-shirts, the cones, and stuff like that. i got to take more pictures when I'm out there. And finally, I, I just thought I would end on, you know, what do you do when you're like a Google developer and you've got nothing better to do? You open a restaurant. So this is about a Google developer, um, uh, Irvin Peretz out of Kirkland who apparently in a uh, Seattle Times report has a thing called the Terabyte Lounge, and he's opened up with... Um, um, I don't know if it's his wife or his partner or just somebody he knows, but the idea is that you go into this place and you eat and you pay whatever you feel like paying. Um, you know, I don't know how you squeeze in running a restaurant in between working for Google, but there you are. Uh, I've seen these sorts of things before, though. There's one in London that's a long-standing type of place uh, where you go. I always thought it'd be cool to go to it, and you you open up a you, you go in there, you have your meal, you decide how much you want to pay, and apparently most people will pay a decent amount. You can even have wine or whatever, and, and people are uh, really nice. So. If you want to do something fun or something different, I guess the next time you're in Kirkland, you can go to the restaurant, you can have lunch there, you can ask if he was a pre-IPO person. If he was, I wouldn't pay that much money because <laughs> he can afford it. <laughs> All right, go on. Be nice. Pay what you should be doing. That, Barry, is the news. We are back on Monday. Very good. Thank you, Danny. Thank you. Hopefully I was enthusiastic enough for you. You were very um, enthusiastic. You were an ample and, and eager partner, and I appreciated you being here today. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you. And um, that wraps up today's Daily Searchcast. Today, again, is Thursday, February 8th. Um, tune in next Monday, this coming Monday, um, at 11.30 Eastern Time for the next Daily Searchcast. Everyone have a great weekend. The Daily Searchcast is produced and sponsored by WebmasterRadio.fm. The destination for education and entertainment. Looking to boost your competitive edge? Your bottom line? Network with your peers? Then stay tuned into webmasterradio.fm, where you can listen live or in podcast format to our award-winning exclusive radio shows hosted by the most respected names in the Internet world. Hi, this is Katie Kempner. Please join me Tuesdays at 2 o'clock for The Hook at the intersection of advertising and PR while I talk with my friends, industry leaders, about the state of the industry today right here on webmasterradio.fm. Webmasterradio.fm, putting you in the front row with unprecedented access to everyone you need to know. Log in now.